0: Pew, pew pew pew
1: pew pew pew. Welcome back to B Movies and Beyond. We scour Netflix so you don't have to. Where each episode we uh, review movies we've seen on Netflix and Beyond, and we spoil the shit out of one at the end. That's a way to go. Yeah. Um, coming to you from our kitchen. I'm Peter, and with me, I'm Evan. Hi, Evan. How's it going? Doing
0: great. Me too. I just woke up from a nap. I'm feeling energized. Very good.
1: I don't like sleepy Evan.
0: I know. I get grumpy. Yeah. It's horrible.
1: Um, you know what I was thinking though? Like we really need to produce some music for uh, the intro. We should. Yeah. You know what who would be great for that?
0: Our listeners, I think.
1: Not John Williams. No,
0: he'd be great too, but
1: <laughs> Oh man. Let's be realistic. Well, you never know. John Williams could be a uh, listening but yeah, if there's any uh, creative listeners out there, uh and if we even have any listeners, you can write us at uh b movies and beyond. That's all spelled out. No ampersand, and that's at gmail.com. So b movies and beyond at gmail.com.
0: Yeah, please check us out. We would love to hear from you guys. They
1: can't really check us out, they can only email us.
0: Well, emailing <laughs> contact,
1: yes, messaging. We may respond. We will. <laughs> Well, we got nothing else to do. We can check our mail while we're watching our movies, and uh, and also submit, you know, like any suggestions you have for uh, for movies you want us to review or spoil. Yeah, it'd be great. Yes, it would. <laughs> um, you ready to get into some movies and beyond? Oh, I'm ready. So, what have you been watching recently? Well. I tried watching Sensei, which you kind of recommended last uh, time we recorded, and uh, gotta say, I'm not a fan. You know, we all don't have taste, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't. Those um, what are they called? The Wakachis or whoever. The what? The people. Wachowski brothers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Wachowski's? Yeah, Wachowski's. Yeah, not brothers anymore. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. That, that that first, uh, it was a very long first episode, and I really did not feel like much happened in it, so I, I watched the first one, and I was done. Have you finished it?
0: I haven't finished it yet, but I'm about halfway through the season, I think, and it definitely does have a slow start. Yeah. But after a while, like, actually getting into the character development, like, I was blown away. Hmm. So, and I was still watching it, but I got kind of distracted and I started watching something else, though.
1: What'd you start watching?
0: Uh, I started watching Ascension.
1: Well, I, don't, I don't know what that is.
0: Um, it's a Netflix only TV show. Okay. And it's actually really good. What's so, it about? <laughs> I don't want to give too much away, but basic promi- premise of it promise. You're going to
1: promise this movie?
0: To I'm going to promise this movie. Since it's a TV show, but yeah, the basic premise is for a hundred years, people are stuck on a spaceship and everything gets to a certain boiling point because you really have no future. So much is decided for you already. And I just thought it was an amazing show. I mean, second episode blew
1: my mind. It's better than since eight.
0: Yeah, it's one of those ones though. You got to keep watching.
1: Okay, but lot of it's better? Like, it, like, like that was my biggest problem with Sensei. It was that that first episode didn't like capture me at all. You know, it, oh, it didn't yeah. make me want to watch it more. But that's why I'm like more like this first episode is it, like it leaves you wanting more. Oh, definitely. Okay, so well, that's cool. I'll I'll, I'll check that out. Um, will you? Will you? I will. I got a lot of time on my hands. I know you do. Not uh, as much as me. <laughs> um well I watched uh The Dirties. Oh, I've heard about that actually. Yeah. That um very interesting movie where it's basically following a high school student and kinda how he turns into a um a mass murderer. Basically, it's it's like Columbine, you know.
0: Yeah, from what I've heard, it's definitely not for the fan of heart because it is so realistic, especially the style that they film it. I mean, isn't it really only done on handycam? Um, like handhelds.
1: It might be. It, I mean, it was is very. It it feels kind of low budget and and um, like almost hidden camera feel to it like it just because oh. basically the guy like i read an article on the director uh i believe his name is uh matt johnson and he he likes to basically do everything kind of like for real like he has like his idea and he kind of improvs the rest like he has his a fate outline of what he wants to accomplish in each scene or whatever and and then he just goes out there and he'll have a couple people that are really, you know, actors and like working with him and they'll improv some uh lines and everything. But like the surrounding people, like the onlookers, they're all um not in on this. You know, they're all real. So their reactions, they're all legit. And and so it was, was kinda of like this weird like the beginning was kinda of like a weird cross between this like improv movie and like a documentary because they kind of interview some, some kids there like at this school. Cause uh, they actually got permission to go shoot film at an actual school. And, and you know, I think they just told the students that like, all right, there's gonna be some people here. They're gonna be in the classes. They're gonna be filming and uh, you know, just kind of let them do their thing. And, And so, but like the stuff that they did around them, like there are a lot of like stuff, like scenes where like they're getting picked on, they're getting like bullied and everything. And so, all these onlookers, like all their expressions and everything, like that's all real. It is a very interesting way to like to do filmmaking. And they they got a lot of good footage, I feel like. Um, That's awesome. I mean, kudos to that guy for actually like having that
0: much foresight into it. Oh, Especially yeah. just the improving and everything.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. And just the the way that they keep it going, and, and you can like just see like there's there's a couple weird points where like they're in the middle of a scene, and like uh this kid just like jumps like in the middle of their shot and just stares at the camera and then he just smiles and walks off. <laughs> I have done that before. Yeah, that's what you do when you see a camera. But but it doesn't take you really out of it. It just reminds you like, oh shit, this is this is real, you know this yeah. is very real, but but just like the whole the the lead up into how from from what these kids were just pertaining to like kind of like you know watching all these movies and pretending to like oh wouldn't it be kind of cool like if they're uh if we killed these people and that and then how it became into like a reality and uh it, it was a very interesting portrayal. And so because I watched that I went and watched Bowling for Columbine which i have oh, never wow. seen Oh,
0: the Michael Moore documentary? Yeah,
1: yeah. That I wanted to see that cuz it, it uh it just left Netflix as of July 1st. Um so I watched that right before or right after I watched The Dirties and uh you know it it was this interesting you know like it's it's a powerful documentary i gotta say though michael moore like there's points where some of his uh narrations were a little bit weird and just took me out of the film yeah i can understand that yeah he's an interesting guy but that like second half of just you know everything he touches based on like the the fear of like americans you know like i never kind of really thought about that uh and how that's why we we kind of, we go to guns and everything to make us feel safer. And, but, but then, you know, we're still scared. So we were trigger happy. Yeah. Well, those are definitely two
0: movies everyone should check out. I mean, do you think watching Bowling for Columbine after watching the dirties like affected your view at either of them? Especially because I mean, the dirties must've been really raw, especially with how hyper realistic it was.
1: Yes, it was very raw. Um, what I found interesting was uh, they – how do I explain this? Um, like, Bowling for Columbine, they still kind of touch base on, like, why do these kids do it and everything? And that's what you really get to see in in um, the Dirties. It's kind of like that progression, like how, how they started off, like, just as some – some kids just messing around to actually doing this. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I, I think that was the the interesting part about the dirties, which you don't get to see that in Bowling for Columbine. You just have, you know, people talking and kind of, like, thinking, like, well, maybe this is it. So you never really get to see, you know, how these kids were before, you know. Like, they kind of like touch base on, like, with Bowling for Columbine. It's like they, before they shut up the school – they went and they were bowling. They went to bowling class and bowled a couple of games. Oh wow! Yeah, like it seemed perfectly normal. And then right after that, then they go and do what they did. It's just, yeah, I mean, pretty crazy. Um, what else have you seen? Um,
0: I watched most of Trespass. Oh yeah, yeah. Then I kind of had to take a nap.
1: That's uh, <laughs> you had to, huh? I had to.
0: My body was like, nope, not working anymore, and sleep. Yeah. That's how a lot of naps happen for me. They just kind of sneak up on me, and then I get tangled in the covers, and it's just too much effort to get out of bed.
1: I understand. So trespass is uh, Nicolas Cage, right? And Nicole Kidman. Yes. Yeah.
0: So it was quite interesting. Like, when I first saw it, I thought it was very similar to Panic Room.
1: Yeah. So so what? Basically some... uh... People get kidnapped. They trespass.
0: <laughs> um, basically, it's kind of frightening because it's a home invasion story. Yeah. And basically, Nicholas Cage's character is targeted because he's a diamond merchant. Okay. And so they're trying to get money, but then there's a nice little twist, which I won't ruin it because I want people to check this out. It's actually really good.
1: Well... And you well, also didn't the finish first, the movie yet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I only had maybe 20 minutes, so the major plot points I probably missed.
1: Yes, you <laughs> you've missed the conclusion of how they wrapped up everything. So in your eyes, basically, oh, I think they all died. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's great. And then,
0: what else have I seen? Um, I've also watched uh, Welcome to the Punch with James
1: McAvoy and Mark Strong. Okay. I... Re- slightly remember that coming out um it's like a english movie right
0: well yes both the actors are english oh but like so.
1: from great britain <laughs> that's yeah what I mean. yeah
0: so yes uh, yes no subtitles uh-huh. so it'd be up your alley nice nice so what's that about that's interesting it's basically a cop versus robber story and a cop's trying to catch a robber. And oh. then there's... What happens?
1: Who does James McAvoy play?
0: Uh, James McAvoy is actually the detective. And then he's injured trying to track down Mark Strong.
1: Who is?
0: He's the bad guy. He's the robber. Cops versus robbers.
1: Okay. I didn't know who was the cop and who was the uh, robber. Yeah.
0: That's true. That's true. But, I mean, they don't have those black and white striped shirts and the handkerchiefs anymore. Oh, yeah. They normally just dress like normal people. The robbers? So, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, I man. mean, they don't have the big loot sack with, like, the cash sign on it.
1: How can you tell if they're bad or
0: not? I have no idea. That's why I'm not a cop. Because I would be out looking for that. <laughs> um, But, yeah, it was pretty good. So, yeah, pretty good. That's it? Pretty good? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, how about you? What movies have you watched?
1: Oh, well, um I've been kind of in this uh documentary spree right now and um I also watched Blackfish. Which have you seen that? Have you even heard about that? I haven't even heard of that. This is a documentary of um sea world and and like the the orcas, the killer whales. Okay. Basically just how you know they're they're capturing these well, I guess it kind of starts off the whole documentary. I think uh, Spears from. Um, do you remember when that girl got killed by killer whale like at SeaWorld? Oh like, yes, so I remember
0: hearing about that. It
1: was a trainer, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it kind of starts off with like that, like some uh, some. I think nine one one calls about it, like about what happened. Oh wow! Yeah, it's kind of chilling. Like like when I watch this, like it, it it's just. It makes you feel, you know, just the power of these creatures, you know, and like, and we should probably should not be capturing them and, and making them perform for us, for our entertainment. Oh, definitely. Like, I, I felt so bad at the end of this documentary and like, it, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, But they, they just go through the, you know, the process. They they go through like how, when they first capture them, you know, and they try, they would hunt these killer willers killer whales down and capture the little ones because you know they're easier to transport less doesn't cost as much and uh they uh um would take them to these uh these parks like there used to be like this one in Canada called like Sealand and and this one whale that SeaWorld has now and still uh apparently uh, killed someone at this first park they had oh wow then they sold them to SeaWorld and then SeaWorld had some problems with them, and obviously, that that same whale killed another person, and yet they still have that whale. But now he's like cut off from everyone now. Oh, he's still in the shows. He does the one thing at the very end where he, you remember seeing the commercials for SeaWorld where uh, I think so. It, there used to be a lot, you don't see them anymore because I think SeaWorld's hurting. Um, but like the, the big whale would just come. Uh, jump up and you get to see the whole body out of the water on that little thing oh yeah that's that's the whale that like, that did this oh yeah. okay and, uh, and so you get to see that you get to see the power of the, the whales and then you also get to see the evil of this corporation and how much like they just would lie because they want to keep trainers in the water with these whales because it's a more entertaining show you know they're doing jumps out of the water on these whales you know they're riding the whale around like now they can't do that oh yeah so everything's changed but like SeaWorld's trying to appeal it and and get back in the water with these whales it's just ridiculous like what about the safety of your employees and yeah and like the whole time it just made me think about just you know, so many other corporations that do similar things. You know, it's all about that, uh, the almighty dollar, you know, they want to make that profit and they'll do anything to, to, to get that. And it's just, it's kind of sad. Um, that would be, yeah, that's a, it was a good documentary though. I recommend checking it out. Um, and then after all that, I, uh, I watched uh sex ed, Oh wow. I can see the transition yeah,
0: there. Yeah. I mean, two depressing movies and then a nice little sex comedy. That's
1: right. I needed a feel-good movie. Which Now, feel good. Where were your hands during this? Or should I <laughs> always, not ask? Always above the covers. That's awkward now. <laughs> uh but that actually that had a uh, Haley Joel Osment. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. He was in Six Sense. Yes, I good. don't.
1: Has he been doing
0: anything else, really? Oh, I yeah. mean, that's the one thing I just remember him from. I think he's and made. He his, grew
1: up. He's coming back. He's oh, coming nice. back. How um, do you
0: think he is as an actor?
1: Like in that movie, I like him. Nice. He was really funny. I was really surprised. Like in that movie, in general, was just really funny. I mean, in and, and so what it's about is uh, he's a teacher actually he's he used to be a teacher okay and because of the, the the hard times of the economy he lost his job he's not a teacher anymore and he finally gets another job as a, a after school program teacher at this school um and and these kids like no one was teaching him about like sex ed or anything so he just takes it upon himself i'm gonna teach him and oh. and so, like, no one really knows he's doing it. And then, you know, it's kind of like the struggles between that and like, oh, you probably should not be doing this because there's so many people that like, why are you teaching my kid about sex ed? Like, you know, I should be doing that as a parent, you know? I don't need you telling me about that. And there's a lot of, like, kind of like the religion aspects, like the main uh. guy that uh, that doesn't want him doing that. He's a a, a pastor of some church. And uh, so you, it's a really very funny but you also get to see, like, the the heartfelt moments, you know? Oh, nice. And it's also just about this kid that, you know, Haley's character kind of becoming his own, becoming a man, you know, becoming his own person. Oh, okay. And that was really kind of interesting to see. But, I mean, it had him, uh, it had a... Oh, who else? Uh... Who's the girl from Parks and Rec? Did you ever watch Parks and Rec? Parks uh, I've and Rec? never seen it. Oh man, uh Rita. Yeah, Rita. I believe. Okay, I don't know who that yeah. is, but I don't know. She was really funny in it, and uh yeah, I definitely recommend it. I enjoyed it. Awesome. So,
0: what movie are we going to tear apart this week? Tracers.
1: Oh, okay, the Taylor Lautner film. Yes. Nice. Yeah, I this is a newly released one. I don't never made it to the theaters or anything like that. Probably because his last movie was so bad. Did you ever see that? Uh, was it Abduction?
0: I think it's called. No, I never actually saw it.
1: It was bad. Oh, it was very bad. So I'm kind of hoping it's the same thing with this one. So we can just tear it apart. Oh, you're hoping for a flop? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, I mean, well, the premise is um, what he gets, I guess Taylor Lautner's character gets in debt with some criminals. I don't know how. And then he joins the high-stakes world of parkour. Huh. You know, most high-stakes
0: for parkour I could envision would be... Not falling on your head and cracking your skull open. It's very high stakes. Seriously, I mean, do people get paid to do parkour? I, d- I don't know, because that would be really cool. And it's like, hey, yeah, I run around and flip. Well, and it's like I get paid for this shit. I mean, I do know there are parkour competitions. Yeah, I actually have seen them, but it's like I never knew they actually had like a cash prize or anything. So that'll be interesting to see. Well, that's. I don't know.
1: I saw the trailer when. This was f- like first coming out, and it looked like it was like parkour thieves. They're using their parkour skills to be to rob banks or do these heists. Oh, okay. So that premise in itself just sounds ridiculous. So I'm kind of excited about this movie. I, I, I guess. What do you think is going to happen? What's your predictions?
0: <sighs> what I think is going to happen. Is at the very end, the mob boss or the criminal or whatever he's in debt with actually has him, like, go for a parkour-off. So (laughs) they have to go against each other and throw all their flippy-dippy skills. I mean, I have all the respect for those parkour guys. I cannot do that shit. I mean, I have trouble getting out of bed. (laughs) But, yeah, I think they have a face-off. And it's all like, oh... If you can beat me, then all your debt is cleared.
1: I, I, I think you're right. I bet something like that's gonna happen at the very end. But I think it's gonna be like one of those like parkour competitions things like to the death, you know? Right like, oh, okay. like it's gonna be him and this other guy, they're gonna be running and doing all this parkour shit, like through the streets, and then it's just gonna be like one last obstacle that like is so hard and the bad guy's probably gonna fuck it up and just like die, fall to his death.
0: Oh yeah, okay, okay. I can see where you're going. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's what I think's gonna happen.
0: I can see that, and then because the criminal is dead, of course, no one else will want to collect that money or not. <laughs> and the- <laughs> fuck off, we're cutting that. <laughs> but yeah, no one else will want to collect that money
1: because the the bad parkour guy is dead.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not like the bad parkour guy has any friends or anything. I mean, maybe it's <laughs> just like
1: a bad. The bad parkour guy he's going to be running around with the, his uh, bag of money and he's going to be in the black and white stripes like we talked about earlier yeah and I think that's why he's going to mess up because like oh man I'm not used to holding all this cash with me
0: <laughs> I think he should use it as like an anchor to get up to places where he normally can't reach uh, and the, use it to like throw his weight
1: I think he's going to be going like trying to go across a a, a roof and he's going to get it caught like on some like hook and that's so going to make him like not make the jump and fall to his death
0: Oh, I was going to say, like, he'll probably, like, fuck up on a really basic move that Taylor Lautner has had issues with oh, yeah. the entire time. And that's going to be the one time he does it is the one time it matters.
1: Oh, man, I would love it. Like, they, like, he, like, comes running up to this ledge. Like, he's about to go do like, this crazy move. And he stops and, like, oh, shit. I don't know. like And then he has to get pumped, you know? Yeah takes his like three steps back and does it and like the the music starts playing like the
0: (laughs) (laughs) no i'm definitely looking forward to the stunts in this movie so i
1: I think there's gonna be some cool
0: shit i mean i'm being i'm going in with an optimistic view that's good
1: that's good to to have well let's go watch it all right let's do this we'll be back And we're back. We just finished watching Tracers, and uh, we're ready to spoil it. This is your warning. We are going to talk about the ending and go into all kinds of details about this. So if you have not watched it, uh, I would turn this off and watch it. Unless you don't really care, which, I don't know, is is a so-so movie. So maybe not. All right, let's get into it. All
0: right, so basic premise to Tracers, it's uh, Taylor Lautner plays a bike messenger who owes money to a gang, and he basically gets into with a different crowd of some hardcore parkour people. I like the hardcore parkour. Me too, (laughs) so I'm keeping that. But yeah. It's really interesting, I mean, he has a heart of gold, he's a good guy, has had some problems, and he just owes money and he's trying to
1: figure out like how he
0: can pay this debt off.
1: Let's talk about this setup like they they set this up pretty quickly, basically, he's riding around doing his job on his bike messenger route and and then it cuts to um the hardcore parkour people running through the the rooftops and um and then they finally one of them jumps to the street the female the love interest and causes an accident which flips over uh, Taylor uh, Lotner over a car because he's racing and she causes the car to slam on his the brakes right there in front of him and you could say right there that's what sparked the parkour this that oh, he yeah. wants to do uh, or why he wants to learn parkour and and then from there you, you you set up that he has no no bike so he needs a a new bike he has very little money he's walking home and and then he gets caught by uh the his loan sharks that uh they pat him down to get some money from him because he owes like about like what 15 grand yeah yeah which right there that was like the first ridiculous moment because why in the big city of new york would you walk right by where you owe people money
0: I don't know. I mean, I thought their streets were kind of set up like a grid, so you could easily go... Oh, it is, Evan. It is. I don't know. I took the subway a lot
1: when I was there. <laughs> so. I, he's just, I guess that was just for the story, but it kind of shows you the type of writing style that you have in this movie. Um, It's not too well thought out. It's true.
0: I mean, parts of the movie were kind of all uh, like, oh, let's write a movie about parkour which and let's let's jam some other stuff in
1: between to make it kind of stick together. Like I really thought the premise of it, like this the whole idea that there's all these these parkour people, you know, like this little gang that are running around uh committing these crimes, it was kind of interesting to me. Like all right, that's kind of cool. Like I I can see where maybe they they can use those skills, which they actually do. They have a a trial With uh, Taylor, after he kind of trains with him for a little bit, and then they kind of let him into like, all right, this is what we do. We go and get goods illegally for people that are willing to pay money for it. Doesn't matter what it is. Just like his bike messenger job, he'll just go break into it wherever this product is, take it, and then deliver it. And so the very beginning, they, they set up his very first heist, And and they're like little like parkour ninjas going through this warehouse uh looking for this product that they go and like there's guards everywhere and like security guards dogs that are like really bad at sniffing and hearing, obviously. But but they are ninjas. I really feel like that's what I felt like when I was watching that. They're ninjas. And and then they get away. And, and that was actually, I really enjoyed that scene. All of that, and then afterward, you know, you find out that it was just initiation because they they pretend to shoot the guy that he was doing the parkouring ninja shit, stealing shit. Ninja stuff. <laughs> yeah, ninja stuff. And and then there's this, like, like really kick-ass uh, chase scene of parkour, which I feel like that's all it, this really this movie was was just a lot of running and escaping using parkour yeah
0: all separate all separated kind of by like a bad love story that's what i know Ye- i mean if they took that out i would have probably loved that movie <laughs> but like one of the why parts, are you against love i'm not against love it was just so cheesily done it was cheesily done. it was all like because i mean the girl makes him get hit by a car, and he's like, oh, wow, you're so pretty. I want to learn what you do it made and him jump on cars. Yeah. I mean, I think he hit his head after the car incident, and the helmet really did not help. He could probably have some like, uh, like brain damage, and maybe that's what happened. I think he was concussed at least. Probably. Because, I mean, it took, like, he's, like, staring into her eyes, and he's like oh shit, I forgot, my elbow hurts.
1: And then he's just rolling on the ground, <laughs> grabbing his elbow. Yeah. Well, did you think the love interest, was she that attractive to you?
0: I think I would have liked her more if it looked like her hair ever saw a comb. See, but I think that's just the thing with Taylor Lautner movies. It's all like, oh, we need girls that don't know what a comb is. Or a brush. <laughs>
1: Well, she is always doing parkour. I'm sure it's very hard to keep her hair very straight when she's doing all these flips and jumps. Throw it and everything. up in a ponytail. Most girls do. Yeah. You, you, yes. That probably would make more sense because then when you're jumping and falling, it's not getting in your face.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, I've had long hair before, not as long as that, but still, it'd get in my eyes. I wouldn't like it. And I don't jump around that often. Yeah. <laughs> and it would still get in your face. Oh yeah. Wow. That's like driving with my car with my windows down.
1: It's like everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. It was terrible. I thought there was a special way that you're supposed to position your chair so that the, hair, the wind hits you just right so it doesn't. It just blows your hair back.
0: I think that's with convertibles. I can't afford one. Oh, okay.
1: All right. I, I think they just took that. They did that because they wanted her to look messy and kind of wild because she's in parkour.
0: I can see the wild child thing. Yeah. Like going for that demographic, I guess. Mm
1: -hmm. Which that, I guess that brain like her and doing all that parkour, which I I mean, that was my favorite part about this whole movie was the parkour. I thought everything was shot pretty well. That could see what was going on. And just the moves were really cool. Like that whole training scene on the boat, I thought was really pretty amazing. And, And it was kind of fun, you know, just watching them do all these moves and it was kind of like choreographed. So like all of them are going one after another, just doing their different types of flips and, and how they got through the, this broken down ship or whatever it was. I don't, I want to find a broken down ship. Yeah. It sounds like I a mean, lot of fun to play. you know, something fun to play in.
0: I just think it'd be a great secret base. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I used to have a tree house.
1: Oh man. Let's go but, find one of these ships and we can record there.
0: Oh, that would be awesome. That would be cool. But then it may kind of turn into ghost hunters. I don't like ghosts. <laughs> so we
1: can only go there in daytime. Probably be very echoey too. Eh, we
0: can get like those eggshell things, put on the walls maybe.
1: This sounds like too much work. Let's just do it in the kitchen. So. All right, that works for me. <laughs> but yeah, that I, I, I really like that. And I wish there was just more. I really thought this movie kind of messed up because there wasn't enough parkour. Actually no, I take that back. There wasn't enough parkour involved with the heist. And there wasn't enough heist in this movie. Because everything every little piece that you saw, like, there it was just them coming back from one and then then Taylor Lautner complaining about money.
0: Yeah, I mean there was one big scene like with the mall chase, but that was still kind of after the heist.
1: That was the the initiation. Was that the mall scene? Because I thought the
0: initiation was just on the rooftops.
1: No, no, because they went through and he like jumps through, uh, opens some door they finds and he goes in there, and uh, right that's the part when he like slides down on the um, oh the, the wet floor what, side. yeah down the escalator which I thought was pretty cool yeah and it really in all the stunts they look legit like they look like they 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 did it for real I really oh, yeah. felt that way. That was one of my questions, was
0: if Taylor Lautner actually did all those stunts.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know about that escalator one. That seems pretty dangerous.
0: Um, Well, we've kind of done something similar, but with a skateboard deck going downstairs. I mean, it didn't end well, and we weren't getting chased, but... And it
1: wasn't that long. Those stairs were pretty long. That's true. (laughs) And it was carpeted. Yeah. But I did read an article where he did say he did majority of the stunts, like he was pretty much allowed to do you know at least a couple takes of every single stunt but then i guess he said like the producers eventually said like maybe you should uh you know this is the third time maybe let the the stunt double do it oh. so so i'm very impressed by him um that he did that but i also did learn some other stuff about him that he's a pretty athletic guy he's uh really big into karate and stuff like he was Learning it back like an eighth, you know, when he was like eight years old. Oh,
0: I think like well, even in Twilight, before they found him, I think he was like a fifth degree black belt or something. I don't know before he was even cast. Yeah, like and he was like one of the, I think state champions.
1: I think I think you're right. I'm not sure exactly the details, but I know like he like got some very special training like at eight years old just because he was that talented. Mm. So. So that really impressed me just um how well he learned the parkour cuz he actually he went to a special training camp to uh to learn it um uh, so, uh
0: well one of my favorite lines in uh, this entire movie was parkour is only in your mind.
1: You know from some other research that I did on Wikipedia <laughs> uh that is kind of like their, their slogan, their slogan, <laughs> their slogan, I guess the guy that kind of founded it, he said like parkour is like, not just like, uh, uh, just doing like all this like physical activity of how to jump over stuff in a cool way. It's more about how to get around barriers using your mind and, and, and can you know getting around emotion stuff like that? I'm, I'm probably really screwing this up, but that's how they're saying it. It's not just about jumping around everything. So, so in a way, like they were kind of doing their little wink towards like, hey, this is what parkour really is. Yeah, I can see that. I
0: mean, I have heard that about like uh, skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can actually like kind of visualize like where you want to go, like through the course, and it's all like the like the possibilities are endless because you can be like, oh, I want to do this and then this and then this. Oh yeah. And you can just string it all together and then you can come back around and do something completely different.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So, but the one thing I love about is like, Hey, if I have a dream about parkour, does that mean I'm doing it?
1: <laughs> cause it's in your head.
0: Yeah. I mean, cause I got pretty active in my head. <laughs> I don't know about outside. You work up a sweat. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the night. Yeah. I mean, if the air conditioner's not on, or if I have too many covers on, I'll work up a sweat.
1: Yeah. I just love it. I just imagine you just getting up and you're like, oh man, I did a lot of activity in my dreams last night. I'm pretty good about myself. I don't need to hit the gym tonight. Oh, seriously. <laughs>
0: I mean, I've had times where I've been locked into my covers. I mean, they're just so tangled around my legs so badly, I can't get out of bed. It's terrifying because I'm like, I feel like a burrito. <laughs> but I'm like, just where your legs are a burrito. Sometimes it's full body. Oh, full body. Okay. It's very awkward. Yeah. But it's scary. I'm like, wow, that was a lot of work. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I feel like a professional boxer how, after how long I hit my alarm. I that fucker <laughs> won't go down.
1: Oh man i i, I hope you, the listeners are learning how much uh, Evan likes to sleep and how much he hates to get up.
0: I know. I'm actually only brought to you for this podcast because Peter woke me up. I did. I told him we we're going to record tonight, and he fell asleep. <laughs> it was worth it. I was practicing my parkour.
1: Oh, okay. That's why you're visualizing what you're going to be uh, talking about tonight.
0: Yeah, but it was boring. Yeah, never mind.
1: All right, <laughs> let's let's get back to the uh, the movie. I thought it was very this this plot was very uh, I don't, it was kind of confusing to me. It I felt like it really added a lot of unnecessary uh, elements to it that it did not need. That just ended up confusing me. And I mean, did you? Were you confused at all, or you just didn't care? There were a few parts I was pretty confused on.
0: I mean, the whole relationship with the landlord and her son was a little confusing, but I think it kind of was trying to establish, like, hey, he's actually a good guy. He's just having financial problems.
1: Yeah, and and they proved that as well, because the reason why he has... fun financial problems is because his mom was sick and he took out this loan to try to save the house yeah and then she ended up dying and now he's in debt and he didn't have the house (laughs) oh yeah they foreclosed on it yeah so but yeah it just goes to establish like his character which you learn pretty quickly uh, but yeah, I wish they kind of went in a little bit more detail. Like, I, I mean, it already, like one line saying like, I've known you for years, you know, you're like a son to me. Like, that's all Like, just to show that, that connection between the two, like they yeah. never did that. It just it was just this weird, awkward relationship between a landlord and this kid living in their garage. I know. I mean, I kind of wish it was like full
0: house. <laughs> I mean, like Joey was at least related to them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't remember how. It's been a while since I've watched it. He was uncle. No, wait, wait, wait. I thought that was Jesse. Was... Oh yeah. That was uncle Jesse. So he was related. Was Joey really related then? I think he was. He was either like a good friend or
0: something. You know, those weird relationships where it's like they're friends of the family, but you're not really related, but, but you, so you still cool. call them like uncle or cousin. Yeah, stuff like yeah. that. I think it was something in that situation.
1: Good full house talk. Thanks, <laughs> and uh, now, <laughs> but like, back to the the whole plot of this. Like especially, I thought they made it through like halfway through the movie, pretty much okay, and I was like, I was following it really well, and then it's it's when. I, what part was it? Well, there was always. So they always did the the truck part, the van part like every single day or like there's a lot of scenes where they're bringing this truck in, this van to pick up uh drums of who knows what from these people, the tattooed face guy. And then that was it. You just saw the van come in, get loaded up, and then leave and that was it. You never that was the end of those scenes. And I never knew what was ever happening. It was just there to show like that he was upset or him to talk to that girl and, like, nothing else. It did not further... I I didn't not... It did not filler... What am I trying to say here, Evan? Fulfill? It did not further the, the whole plot of the movie. There you go. Yeah, I got it. Thanks. <laughs> but, like... And then it got even worse when... um, The whole part with his love interest and then her her whole situation with the, the main uh, parkour guy that sets up all these heists and their relationship with her and her brother.
0: Yeah, there were a little it was just kind of like spotty. It's like, did I really need to know this? I mean, I think they were kind of going for more character development. Yeah, I mean, but- I would like to see like Some of the deleted scenes, (laughs) but I mean, certain parts were kind of all like, hey, this didn't really need to get in here. I mean, there was one scene like at the van when the guy's loading up it with the barrels. It's like, and you just see Taylor Lautner walking back and forth, looking mopey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he's all like, oh, what's going on? And it's like, okay, do I really need to see two or three minutes of this?
1: I think that was it. It's only an hour and a half, so I think they're like, oh, we got to fill some time. I don't know. I don't think they did. Well, I mean, they made it to that hour and a half minute, you know.
0: (laughs) Although, I do have to say, I did have one major part that kind of bugged me in the very beginning. What? After, like, he ran into the girl and decided, hey, I want to learn parkour. They show us, like, him watching YouTube videos of parkour. And it's like, yeah, I've been pretty bored at work, and I've watched some parkour videos. Well, not really. I watch other stuff. Uh Uh-huh. But it was like, was this really necessary? Like, is he, like, gearing himself
1: up? That's how I took it. And I don't think that's that... It's not weird. You watch a lot of YouTube, and you learn a lot of stuff from YouTube. It's not all true. (laughs) So, because... So you think there's some videos out? Th- oh, I mean, there probably is. But there's you think there's some videos out there on YouTube that are teaching people the wrong way to do parkour. I think so. I really wish he
0: got rickrolled. Wait,
1: what does that mean? You don't know rickrolled? No. Oh man. Can you not explain it? Oh, um, I really can't. It kind of <laughs> just has to
0: happen to
1: you. Is it a? Are you rolling around? Or are you getting hurt? What?
0: It's basically kind of like a prank
1: video. Okay.
0: And it's kind of like, it's, I don't remember this.
1: All right. So basically they're just yanking his chain and some video that is supposed to be true and, and it's not. So he's like learning all kinds of wrong shit. I don't Uh, know.
0: No, that's not Rick Rickfold. (laughs) <laughs> well you You'll can't have explain to it I have to show you the video apparently
1: Oh jeez Why are you bring up stuff that you can't explain
0: <laughs> It's hard you have to experience
1: it Um, But y- y- just That whole plot it, I don't know they, they bring in that The guy's this bad guy He's supposed to be a, like a really great Parkour master <laughs> Ninja master parkour guy (laughs) yeah and and then at one point taylor lautner gets uh captured by the cops which i clearly think he probably could have outran because he's really good at running (laughs) and parkour and i love how in movies these typical movies you always see like the these cops are usually overweight and you know they can't catch anyone yet he stops and gets captured by the cops and and then you find out that this the main bad guy is a he works for the DEA like that it was just thrown in there it wasn't necessary like he never had to be caught he never had to be rescued by this guy that you find out he's a DEA agent <laughs> and it, it just it wasn't necessary and they did that so many times throughout this movie it just upset me yeah I mean,
0: that wasn't necessary at all. I mean, the big thing... Like, one of my biggest pet peeves was... Taylor Lautner gets kicked out of his house because the loan sharks basically come and, like, take his car to settle up some of his debt. Yeah. And so he goes up and he starts living on the roof.
1: Of some abandoned... Of some abandoned building. Yeah. And
0: apparently in New York... There are so many abandoned buildings. I never realized. I thought it was supposed to be one of the most populated like cities like per square mile. Yeah. But it was all like no one was there. I'm like, what part is this? I mean, I thought it was like, oh, it's Detroit. I feel like it was close to the
1: the docks, though. Maybe it's abandoned. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I think, I mean, they could obviously get around with all the parkour and stuff.
1: Yeah, but here's my question, though. All right, so if you have an abandoned building, why do you take the roof? Where he had to go and buy all these tarps and everything to make him I thought a he roof. just found a parachute
0: because <laughs> <laughs> it looked so multicolored and all pretty. It, it was. was
1: like, oh. It was. But, yeah, like it, there was just a lot of things in this movie that just weren't necessary I know.
0: Although, I do have to say, one of my favorite scenes was the line Taylor Lautner used on Love Interest to get her into the bed. Or, I guess it was like a mattress on the roof or something? I don't know what
1: it was. It was like a mattress on the roof, yes.
0: (laughs) It's
1: gross. But
0: there was like... Just the way it happened was right then he found out that his love interest, the girl that he learned parkour for, like, and she wanted him to go straight and narrow and not join the heist team at all. He learns she has a boyfriend, which is the DEA agent. Uh huh. And. The best thing that happens is the next day she comes over to check on him on his roof. And it's all like, why are you living on a roof? And the best comeback he has is, "Will you have a boyfriend. Seriously, not 30 <laughs> seconds later. They're fucking. I'm sorry. I have never used that line on a woman. I will never use that line on a woman because I don't live on a
1: roof. But still. Maybe that's what you're doing wrong, Evan. You live on a roof and then find some girl that has a boyfriend and it'll all come together for you.
0: See, I don't think so. But I mean.
1: Have you tried it?
0: Obviously not.
1: I know. And we saw in a movie and it worked out just fine for him. (laughs) I think that was all
0: movie magic. Because I mean, with all the parkour he was doing and the fact that he was homeless and living on a roof, I figured he had to be like one of the rankest motherfuckers out there i'm sorry parkour i'm pretty sure i would sweat
1: oh yeah i i would yeah i just smell like crap i mean like
0: well yeah you tried parkour how was running up the stairs i mean did you start sweating with oh yeah
1: in those few minutes oh man i had to take a shower
0: see that's like what does this girl see in him i just don't understand i mean he only has
1: one facial expression like you said though She like looked like she needed to comb her hair a lot, so maybe she probably wasn't the cleanest person either. So it was just like, it it just smelled really bad when they were making love. Oh, so it was like hippies. Yes. Do you think they had like
0: incense burning or something like that, just to kind of? He lives on a roof.
1: I I bet he probably had a nice little breeze going through.
0: (laughs) I don't know. In New York, you may not like the smells you get.
1: I I agree. You probably, that's probably why. Maybe that's part of the reason why they didn't notice. <laughs> it's just they smelled like New York City. <laughs> what else? I we gotta be wrapping up pretty soon. It's, would you recommend this movie for those Netflix fans?
0: You know, sure. I mean, if you got an hour and a half to waste. And let's face it, most of us do. <laughs> yes, I mean, go for it. It's fun. It's stupid. If you're looking for a love story
1: <laughs> <laughs> or an action movie and parkour, no, nah, love story, parkour. with parkour. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, I, I liked at least half of it, so you're gonna get at least 45 minutes of entertainment.
0: <laughs> I don't know if those 45 minutes will be like connected.
1: They're not connected. But you'll get some entertainment. Hey, that's the way to go. And like I said, I, I mean, I can pretty much suffer through any, you know, hour and a half of anything. Pretty much. I'm not saying shit. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for listening, guys. Again, if you uh, have any recommendations, you can uh, email us at bmoviesandbeyond at gmail That's all spelled out. Please don't forget to rate us on iTunes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That will help us out a lot, which I just went and checked uh, how many we got downloaded, and we've had it downloaded 20 times. Oh, shit. I know. Our first episode got downloaded 20 times. Um, uh, We're going to be huge.
0: <laughs> so be the first. Be one of our pioneers, Beyonder's first. I like that, Beyonders. Sometimes ideas just come to me, and I just say them out loud. Other times I'm say it out loud, and then somebody hits me. It works. Okay. Pew 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 <sighs> pew pew.